Hello, and welcome to Fika with us, a podcast from Linköping University. On today's episode, we are joined by three current international students to discuss their experiences with traveling during their time in Sweden. My name is Connor. Let's start the Fika. Everyone, thank you so much for joining me today. Thank, thank you for you. having us. So, if you've been listening to the podcast for a while now, you already know there is a ton to do on campus here in Linköping. And if you don't, we have an episode dedicated to social life, and we talk about it a lot on many of our episodes. But what we haven't talked about a whole lot is the opportunities to do things outside of Linköping, and sometimes even outside of Sweden. A lot of international students here love to travel to other countries and within Sweden, and today we are going to be discussing that with some current international students. So, without further ado, I'd like to give you all the opportunity to introduce yourselves. So, if you could give your name, your year, uh, what you're studying, where you're from, and of course, your favorite fika. All right, uh, I'm Yannick. I'm studying aeronautical engineering now in my second year. Uh, I just started my master thesis, and I think my favorite Frika is still the Kanebula. I think that's like unchanged yet. Yeah, it's the most popular answer. Uh, I'm Val. I study uh, the master in design, and I'm also a second year. And I also started just started my master thesis, and I'm from Italy. And I must say that my favorite Frika is a Vanibule. Same vibes, but different. Different. I think that's the first time we've had vanilla bullyar. It's my favorite. It's yeah. so good. How do it people is not very like good. it? It's just. Oh, I'm a big fan. <laughs> Hi everybody, it's Shivani, and I'm in my third year of bachelor's. Um, I just finished my thesis like a couple weeks ago, and now congratulations. Thank you. And now I'm doing my final semester at Liu, hopefully. Um, and I'm Indian and Swedish, and my favorite fika right now, I would say it's the it's like the chocolate. There's this chocolate fudge brownie at Seven Eleven that mm. they've been selling recently, um, and it's just it's mind blowing. It's really good. So try it if you can. Yeah. For, by the way, before we get into the rest of the podcast, like I did not realize how big Seven Eleven was here. Like, as an American, I grew up with 7-Elevens around, but, like, I never realized how big they were internationally. So when I got to Stockholm and I saw one on every corner, it was it was a weird experience. I'm yeah. not going to lie. Yeah, well, I also I always believed that 7-Eleven was just a thing from the U.S., but then yeah. I went to Stockholm. I was like, oh, we have it in Europe, because in Italy I've never seen it. So I was like, okay. Apparently in Japan, it's just like a whole nother level there. Yeah. Like it's that's like my dream to travel to Japan just for the Seven Eleven. Just for the Seven <laughs> Eleven. Yeah. Some people go because they watch anime. Some people go because they want to watch baseball. Others, well, they they go for the Seven <laughs> Eleven. Exactly. All right. Speaking of traveling to other countries, that is what we are going to be discussing today. The logistics, the tips and tricks, and the best practices for mixing your traveling with your studies. So I think a good question to start this off is what has been the best trip you have taken since you have been here at Liu? Do you want to start, Shivani? Yeah, sure. Um, last November, I went on a trip that truly altered my brain chemistry. Um, it was the Lapland trip to Swedish Lapland. And it's actually the first time that I have ever been to Lapland, which is kind of embarrassing because I'm Swedish. But if you ask Swedish people, we just never go because we always think 
oh, but it's there, we will go, you know? And, like, seeing the aurora was just so, so magical. The northern lights, that's, like, the common word for the aurora. And it was just so beautiful. And the whole experience was just, it just felt very magical and out of this world. And it truly makes you appreciate, like, the things that you don't see often because the northern lights aren't really something you see often. So, yeah, I would say that's been my favorite trip that I have taken while studying at Liu. Very nice. My trips were not as wholesome as this, but they were very, very cute because uh, as soon as I came to Liu, a friend of mine and I, we wanted to explore around. So within Osiotland, we just got on the country bus and went to all different small cities on the seaside, which is, you know, something that we missed, especially my friends, because she's from uh, she's from the seaside in Italy. So we just, you know, we just went around and then we took walks in the woods and they were all so nice and extremely peaceful. I'm not used to that level of peace. They were so nice. Girl, that is so yeah, wholesome. That, yeah, I was like, what are, about? what are you talking about? That, that is so like wholesome. wholesome trip. That is magical. You don't yeah. have northern <laughs> lights, but you have just peace. That's, that's that a vibe. That's a vibe. Yeah, that's like vibe. you go, go to the sea, you, you enjoy the serene calm. Yeah, we had our sandwiches and we just made a day out of it. And I yeah. mean, it's it was, I think, half an hour away. So it's it's pretty, you know, easy to just do it. I like that place serendipity by BTS. <laughs> Yannick, what about you? Um, I think my favorite trip has been skiing last winter. Um, I love skiing and I actually learned skiing in Norway. And this was like my chance being pretty close and going there again. Um, so it was kind of like a full circle moment. and It was really nice uh, to finally be skiing again. Yeah, that is a very good place to start skiing if you've never done it before. Yeah, it is, actually is. Um, it's like a very like relatively small compared to like big uh, regions in the Alps. So it was very nice there. It's also a lot more calmer, I would say, and a lot more emptier than like big ski resorts in the Alps. Yeah. I really need to give skiing another chance one of these days. I have been a total of one time and uh, it did not end well. Um, I decided to try and go on the big mountain too early and uh, they ended up having to cart me down so I didn't hurt myself. Oof. Yeah, That'll do it. big yeah. oof. Um, so I've noticed that uh, a lot of these trips that you guys are talking about, like a lot of it are based around nature and going to like very beautiful places, going to mountains, going to the seaside. Uh, when you talk to your friends about the trips they've been on, like how many of it, how many of them are for like touristy reasons and how many of them are for like, you know, I want to go on hikes here or I want to go camping here. Um, for me, I would say like in our friend group, um, we are two Swedish people. So um, we recently went last year on trips to Gothenburg and to Stockholm because our friends who haven't been there, they wanted to visit it for the first time. Everyone had been to Stockholm, but not a lot of people had been to Gothenburg. So that was like a city touristy vibe. So we went to like the big amusement park, Lisebay, and then mm. we went around the city square and like the museums and the gardens. So <laughs> sorry, I would say that that is kind of like a touristy vibe but then we've also done like very like cute wholesome things like you have said like we just will go by the river or go to like the cute hiking spots all around like Östergötaland for example and I think it's nice because in Sweden you do have a good balance of like nature is very prominent here I will say for that sure. but like we also have like city stuff and party stuff and like like 
there's something tailored to everybody. And we, like, after Lapland, I would say Gothenburg was also really fun, you know. So even though I've been, like, since, like, I've been there so many times with my family, going with your friends is, like, so much fun. Yeah. Gothenburg is a very beautiful city. I, I really want to go back uh, at some point before I end up uh, leaving Sweden. Um, what about you? Uh for me, I would say same. It's a, it's it's an even split. I mean, if you go if you go to big cities like for example Stockholm, there are some things that you have to see. You have to see Gamastan. You have to see. With my dad, we went to the Abba Museum because he was like, "Let's go." I was like, yeah. "Okay, find yeah. the." It's a must. <laughs> give me, give me. But uh, a thing that I love to do when I'm traveling with my friends, especially, is that we just go through Instagram. You usually find pages of like the, the, the cities where you want to go that gives you give you some nice, you know tips and tricks on things that are not as touristy because i mean yes you do have to see important things but and famous things but it's also nice to find some you know nice small spots to just relax and yeah so i would say it's an even split for sure for sure i think for us especially in my friend group it's very prominent to do, uh, just go into nature because it's so easy here like you don't have to go anywhere it's basically like a bus trip away and you have so many options and also, I mean, the option of just, it's been hiring or borrowing uh, outdoor equipment for free is like, it makes it so much easier and so much more accessible for everyone. But I think that's very prominent. Uh, but I mean, also like, I think everybody has done like, in, uh, like when they got to Sweden, like the <laughs> typical trips you can do here, like Gothenburg, Stockholm, like they are so close and so easily accessible that probably they also have done it. And most of my friends uh, have visited those cities by now. Yeah. And we'll definitely talk a little bit about uh, the exchange of equipment a little bit later on when we talk about the tips and tricks of the trade here. Uh, but before we get into that, uh, I want to get your guys' opinion. How easy is it, in your opinion, to travel while you're studying here at Liu? Because we all know that the, the class schedules can be a bit much sometimes. There's a lot of work that needs to be done, but there is some windows where you can travel. Uh, I think for me it's been quite easy um, because, well, most of my classes aren't mandatory, so I can just do schedule it myself. And, well, missing a week, uh, you can catch up if you really, like, want to go on a longer trip. And even if you do it smart, you usually, like, either have a free Monday or a free Friday and then already, like, combining maybe, like, anything else that is, like, free for you and maybe, like, only missing out on one day already gives you five or six days of travel time. And I think that makes it quite easy and you can always catch up that couple of days i think that's not too hard yeah yeah i agree um i think that i've noticed i don't know if it's the same for you honestly but in the design course professors schedule times within the working week where you would ideally study or like do your project work so if you follow that your weekends are wide open and they're free so i don't know for longer trips but for shorter trips that's really amazing and if you get on a bus or on a train in lean shopping you can get anywhere you want basically within sweden so it's it's not that hard if you just you know if you just have your own schedule and you work around it it's pretty easy absolutely i think the question is relative to whether you're a full-time student or if you are an exchange student because i feel like exchange students who come especially from like Australia or Asia or like the US or Canada, I f for them coming from such a long way to, to Sweden and to Liu, they're probably prioritizing the travel aspect a lot more. Whereas if you're a full-time student, I think it's really important that you 
check your schedule and make sure that you don't miss too much like Yannick said you know um, checking your free days and free spots like let's say if you have only one lecture that whole week maybe you can take a trip then and uh, plan something with your friends um, we're not advocating you to skip lectures lectures are super important you know like they're yeah, nice do not skip your lectures no but um, like sometimes you can make small sacrifices I think to um, to enjoy like a good bit of travel in my opinion and yeah I think it all depends on how good of a planner you are and it's okay if you're a bad planner because university like a big part of it is like teaching you how to plan so like it's all something you learn it's a full circle moment I think yeah absolutely and I, I agree with pretty much everything you said there uh, the only thing I will say is that it is kind of different for full-time students who aren't from Europe originally like when I came over yeah. here um, I definitely wanted to travel a little bit more uh, I had never actually been outside of the United States before I came here to Sweden it was just so expensive. It was, there was no way I'd be able to just go to Europe, you know, but now I can get on Ryanair. I can get a flight out of Orlando for like 15 euro. It's insane. It's insane. The difference in uh, ticket prices and how easy it is to travel compared to, especially the U S but yeah, you do have to be smart about how you do it. I think a lot of us here at this table are definitely big planners so it, it helps. Um, but yeah, don't skip your classes, please. We we are here to uh, be ambassadors, but, you know, we want to set a good example. Um, one thing I did want to get into, though, was um, one of the biggest reasons people travel, especially uh, while they're studying, is um, we have a lot of time between the end of the winter semester and uh, the finals for the winter semester. And of course, that time is the holidays. Uh, did you guys travel back home for the holidays? And if so, what was that process like? Uh, I traveled home back to Hamburg, uh, which is quite easy from interpreting because you can just take the night train. And even if you're not smart enough as I was uh, to book the train back on the time, if there are like, still other opportunities, you can take other trains, buses. It's quite easy to get back to the northern part of Germany. So going back was super simple for me. Yeah. Uh, I had to take uh, a plane because I'm, I'm from Milan. So it's it's easy enough. I just need to go to Arlanda and then it's a two hour and a half plane ride, which is pretty easy. Uh, you also have to get a train. Uh, yeah. There are flex, flex buses actually that, and they are so cheap and you can get yes. directly to Arlanda, but never have I found the one that would <laughs> be the right one for my flight because I would get, or six hours earlier to the airport or half yep. an hour earlier, which is something that I cannot physically do because you need to, you know, th there there can be some issues. So I cannot, it's no, not enough time. But yeah, it's pretty easy. I just get directly to the airport without even have to switch <coughs> trains and then I just fly home pretty easy. Yeah, that's really nice. Uh, was it expensive uh, compared to like non-holiday season? Uh, actually, not that much. <coughs> Sorry. Actually, not that much. I um, because I usually, since I'm a big planner, as you said, uh, I get my plane tickets very early on. I think I got them in September. Actually, I just talked to my professors. I asked them what is our last date together, and then I decided to get my plane tickets. Um, and it was overall a hundred euros back and forth with extra luggage, so it's pretty affordable. Girl, yeah, that's a deal. I know, I know. <laughs> 
I'm like so jealous right now because uh, this summer I went back home. Uh, I took a flight from Phoenix to uh, Portland and it was like two hundred dollars both uh, both ways. So each way was two hundred dollars. No. I'm sorry for you. I'm sorry <laughs> for your losses. Absolutely insane. I know. So, I did get the tickets three months earlier though. Yeah. And yeah. and that was probably the best possible thing you could have done. Like the earlier, the better. But man, that is such a good deal. Yes, How did you I manage know. that? And I'm planning on going back for my best friend's birthday. And I saw that the tickets are 20 euros. So 40 euros, I go and I come back. I mean, you need to, of course, count the train. That's going to be right. expensive. Uh, Honestly, expensive, the train might be more expensive than the actual plane <laughs> yes, ticket at that point. It will. But I mean, it's it's so cheap. Especially, especially if you're if it's not like holiday season, you know, because in March no one flies, so it's going to be super cheap. So. Yeah, which uh, by the way, for those of you listening to the podcast that haven't taken the trains in Sweden before, the train between Linköping and Stockholm, the price on that is so so variable. Oh, it's insane. Sometimes it can be a hundred and fifteen kroners. Sometimes it's four hundred and fifty, and it's basically the same train. And sometimes the train, the cheaper train. It's like the, the train ride is shorter than, yeah. and it, it, it's, yeah, non-comprehensible. No yeah. one understands. So that. some of them are the quote unquote high speed trains, but for short uh, train rides like Linköping to Stockholm, it only gets you like 15 fewer minutes and it costs usually like 30 extra euros to do that. So pro tip, never get the fast train. You always just want to get the regular train. Oh, and keep an eye on buses. Yes. With V, what's it called? VY? Oh, yes. VY bus. Right. Great deal. Yeah. I mean, yes, it is. It is definitely it's longer. Not as, yeah, and it's not as comfortable. But if, if you're looking for a cheaper ride. But I mean, especially compared to Flixbus, I prefer VY so much more. Yeah. Because I think on one side, they're a bit more comfortable. Uh, but also like... Uh, in terms of like what they offer, like the drivers usually speak your language, like either Swedish and English quite well, which isn't the case on Flixbus drivers always. Uh, and I think, at least in my experience, they've been much more on time. So I prefer WeWi and they are really cheap. Yeah. And they also, they pick up from the airport super late, which comes in really, really clutch because yes. uh, the trains do not run super late here. I think the latest trains are usually like 2 a.m., not even that, maybe like 1 a.m., so if you're getting in really, really late, you're, if you want a train, you're not going to get one. No, it's, I mean, buses are a very valid alternative. Yeah. I think but especially when you go to either airport, like either Alanda or Gothenburg. Um, like absolutely. Because the train, like usually you have to switch in Stockholm and that costs a bit of time um, because the, the airport is from Linköping basically on the other side of uh, Stockholm. So, and the bus like you don't have to switch there. So it usually saves you quite a bit of time there. Yeah. yeah. And also if you, if you're planning on going to Jotaborg, um, there is no direct train from Linköping to Jotaborg. And the train there is usually really, really expensive because you have to get uh, a transfer ticket. So usually the bus is uh, a lot better. And Shivani has just been judging us this whole time. So I really want to bring you in on this because obviously you've got a lot the to SJ say. She just SJ app. She's ready to <laughs> no <laughs> annihilate us. <laughs> no, I'm just like, is there actually no direct train from Lincoln? I mean, the last time I went, uh, yeah, there was no direct train. 
No, there's no, like, you can, like, if you go and, like, uh, yeah, you have to transfer it, like, Katrina home. It exactly. looks like yeah. Connor is right. Yeah, okay, I got confused, because when we went to Gothenburg, we went on the bus front and back, so, yeah, yeah you're right. No, but the thing with SJ high-speed trains, uh, they do make a difference when you're traveling from up north here to Skåne. Okay, yeah, So fair. that's why I was like, what are you guys talking about? Because, um, But it makes sense because when you go to Stockholm, it's like it doesn't make much of a difference. But when you go down south, I've noticed that whenever I've taken the high-speed train, I um, I get home like a bit faster to Helsingborg. So yeah, and also a tip for you. One of my friends, what he does, he just takes the bus to Arlanda, even if the timing is like a bit weird. And then he there's apparently like this really cheap hotel you can stay in. If you want to do that, do that and spend like uh, <laughs> some money, so. is it? I mean, is it worth it to get there at weird hours and then spend extra money at the hotel? Be bougie, <laughs> but I, yeah. Sometimes you gotta treat yourself. No, but you're I, on vacation. No, but I agree with everyone because I think if you're a student and especially if you don't have money, you shouldn't be complaining about taking the bus. Like, I'm sorry, yeah. take the bus. It's okay. Like, you, you. It's not like. Like, it's okay to take the bus. If you can afford taking the train, take the train. Like, SJ is a great app. But if you want to, t- like, if you don't have a lot of money, take the bus. Because also, Mesonaut gives you discount, like, 25% discount for Flixbus. Yep. Also, discounts for, like, as a student on... On v- SJ also. On SJ yep. as well. So, like, take the... Like, take the transport. Because, like, when I went to the US this winter... Pub, like public transport isn't a thing and we no, always had to ask for ubers not. everywhere and i don't even want to think about like how much we ruined my dad's credit card and everything but everywhere was just like get an uber get an uber get hold an on, uber hold on. I, I gotta push back on here because you mentioned that you were specifically in new york <laughs> city right i was in east and west coast okay so it was crazy Fair enough, because, yeah, I, I think you only told me about the New York thing, and I'm like, wait, that's, like, the one city that no, actually in New has... Y- in New York, we took a subway, and that was so cute. Like, it was a moment. You're probably the only person on Earth that has ever called the New York City subway cute. It's because I, I took it once. <laughs> the, okay, that, The other that's times, valid. my mom was like, no, we need to take a taxi. Yeah. I've used the New York... New York City subway yeah. more than once, and it was an experience. I thought, yeah. like, in Milan, it was weird. That was weirder. But uh, yeah, people are, um, the, the New York was interesting. Yeah. Honestly, pro tip for people who are wanting to go to the US. Yeah, there's like no public transit. The only public transit systems that I've seen consistently get <laughs> like decent reviews are DCs, which I can attest is really, really great. And then uh, Chicago's which I haven't been to Chicago yet, would love to go. Uh, I, I hear the transit system there is great. So take with that what you will but yeah it's uh it's very important whenever you're going to any city just to know what you're getting into know what the transit situation's like know how to get the uh the bus tickets the train tickets figure out where you need to go and how to get there also i just have a quick thing i'm so sorry if you are in a friend group and all of you can drive like if you're let's say f- seven to ten people who can drive like if you rent a van that is like nine people okay then you can't be ten people but you get my point like it's cheap because like <laughs> if you want to do like a road trip and if you split the cost amongst all of you it's actually not too bad like renting cars is of course it's a bit more expensive but if you want to do like a road trip situation it's not super expensive i would say 
So yeah, if you like all have licenses, use it like drive. Yeah, but do keep in mind that uh, a lot of us when we come to Sweden, our driver's license are like my driver's license isn't good here. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I mean I get it. I, I I mine is valid because luckily I'm from Italy. I'm not sure how valid it is because I've heard that after a year you need to apply for something. But my dad like. He, I mean, maybe, but we came back, we came a long time ago, so maybe they've changed, but his Indian driving license was valid the first two years, I think. So, yeah, but of course there's different um, yeah, rules for, yeah. For sure. Know. Yeah. Yeah, and that's Whoops. another thing too. If you're going to, if you're going to do that, <coughs> better read up on the road rules where you're going. You don't want to end up on the wrong side of the road, <laughs> literally or figuratively. Um, but Shivani, I wanted to stay on you for a second because before we started recording, you had told me that you had done a ton of research for this video and talked to all your friends about their tips and tricks and ways to get deals while they're traveling. So I'm curious to see what kind of advice you have for the people out there who are interested in traveling abroad. Okay, I will give you a quick crash course and you listen or else like suffer, you know? So my It is a podcast. You know, we we don't really have a choice <laughs> yeah. in that regard. Shout out to my friend Pablo Garcia Pardo. Okay, let's go. So for flights, use kayak and Skyscanner, but mainly kayak. For accommodation, you use booking. It sometimes has really good discounts. And if you are looking for hostels and socializing with people, use Hostel World. If you want to find free bathrooms in any area that you're in, use an app called Flush. If you want nice, student-friendly and quality places to eat go to TripAdvisor and if you are checking travel insurance because we're responsible adults use IATI to compare currencies because you know we all don't come from um, like places with like I don't know we all have different currencies use the app XE that is my crash course and lastly if you want to go on a trip but you're too lazy to plan go on the trips that ESN and ESA are planning for you because it's so easy like they literally have a full itinerary plan and you can go to Iceland, Gothenburg, Lapland, Norway. Yeah, that's my crash course. Now I will be quiet. So I have two things there. First, I, I made a joke in the previous episode about how every single episode has some sort of plug for Isa. So we've we've hit our requirement for this episode. The other, I, I, I do need to point out the app that points out the free bathrooms because that was such a crazy thing when I first got does it, here. Does it work? Uh, I, I've never actually used one of those apps. I didn't know that was a thing. Um, but yeah, it is kind of useful here in Europe because I have never had to pay for using the restroom before coming here. If you want to go use the restroom in basically any central station, any like big train station, like you have to pay. I've never seen that before coming here, and I, I feel like that was the first real culture shock. You know, it was not a thing before. It was not a thing like ten or twelve years ago, at least, at least not for us. One because we went, we used to go to Stockholm, and we never had to pay for the toilets. So recently, when I went last summer, and we had to pay ten sek, I was like, so I have to pay ten sek to pee, like a human right. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> that is that was crazy. Like literally there's an entire musical that was written about this exact situation. If you've never seen the musical You're in Town, it is really fun. I I, I do I did enjoy that a lot. Uh, but yeah, seeing that in real life, not great. 
Um, anyway, before we get too sidetracked on this discussion, I did want to turn over to you, Val and Yannick. Uh, what advice do you have for the people from your experiences? Well, I would say, as I said before, check Instagram. You will find something that is gonna that is gonna help you. Uh, you will find probably people that uh, tell you about uh, cheap hotels, generally cheap stays, and hostels are uh, are a big thing, especially here in in Europe. Generally, you, you can find some pretty good hostels that you know. Generally, I'm I'm afraid. I mean, for me, it was like this. Generally, people have a weird view and vision of hostels you imagine like a lot of dirty places we- weird people but it's 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 not like that it's really not you can find some yeah some you know good deals and um a thing that i always do when traveling is that i try not to eat out too much usually yes. i do i go to supermarkets supermarkets are grocery my, stores are yes, your friend they really are you can find sandwiches if you, if you want like pre-made ones but if you buy things and if you have a kitchen available and usually you do that's the way to go. Yeah. And maybe, you know, you can treat yourself, as you said, yeah. treat yourself yeah. once in a while. Like, yeah. go you out. want to try the food of the country or, like, the place you're going yeah. to or something. You've got to have at least one bougie meal yeah. while course. you're there. At least yeah. one. I would say at least two. Yeah. One. It depends yeah. on your state, but generally, supermarkets are your friends. Absolutely. I agree. Yeah. Stay loyal. <laughs> Stay and loyal. also, as far as the hostels, at least from my experience, I, I'm a big fan of the generator hostels. They're usually very well-priced, and they're basically in the center of uh, all the cities that they're in. And they're usually just very well kept. Uh, they have a lot of great amenities. They have a lot of great things to offer. And they're pretty much everywhere. Um, big fan of the generator hostels. Um, yeah. There's one in Stockholm that's really, really nice. That's my go-to whenever I go to Stockholm. Yeah, and then there's some ones with like smaller rooms with maybe three or four people. You can find the ones with like yeah. bigger rooms with maybe eight people. But if, you know... That's not for everyone. I understand that. That's not for me. But if they're smaller, it's very doable. I would Absolutely. Say. And also, if you're traveling like a small group, like a group of three or four, like sometimes it's actually cheaper just to get like a private <coughs> hostel room. That way you all have your own bed and you don't have to get separate rooms. And it's often cheaper. Yeah. Or Airbnbs usually. Like yeah. Booking or Airbnb. You just go and you... you Usually what we do is that we tend to find small apartments. So, cause we need the kitchen cause yeah. we're, we're all used to, you know, grocery shopping, as I said, but yeah, it, there are several ways that you can. What about you, Ionic? Well, I think, uh, the most, like the tip that I would give most people that maybe are not as familiar with Europe, uh, if you want to tra- uh, travel to the South or even like leave Sweden, basically, like think about the train. Uh, because most people always like go first, like, oh, we'll have to fly. But I think in Europe you can take the train. And in many cases, it is my, it actually might be even more good time-wise. Like uh, it's either the same or might even be less because especially from Linköping, flying out of Linköping isn't as easy because there's yeah. only one flight like just uh, uh, Amsterdam. And if you don't want to go to Amsterdam, then that's again time. So going to... Uh, any other airport usually takes some time and the train leaves here directly and goes basically very quickly to Copenhagen. From Copenhagen you can reach a lot of other destinations um, or even if you want to go to Norway the train is also a great option. Um, so consider your option there and just keep that in mind as well. Otherwise, uh, something that I recently found I was quite amazed <coughs> by uh, because I had never heard of that before is that with your ESN card you can get uh, free luggage on Ryanair which oh, wow. is so nice because yeah. you pay yep. like I think like 10 euros for the um, 
for the ESN card, and then you get uh, four times like a free luggage uh, with Ryanair, which is like 50 bucks usually. So that's like a huge saving for me. I did not know that. That is really huge, actually. I actually think I just saw that post on Instagram today about that, too. That's crazy. Um, actually, yeah, you brought up the Linchoping Airport. Have any of you guys ever flown out or flown into Linchoping Airport? I have. Really? What was what was that experience like? Well, it was super relaxed because it's such a small airport. Uh, well, actually, they lost my luggage, but that's besides the point. At this, like, uh, uh, it was we lost in like the Yeah, it was lost in Amsterdam, yeah. which is understandable. With quite a lot, a short changeover. But well, there's only one flight, like only one destination you fly to, uh, which is Amsterdam, because only KLM serves this airport. So if you want to fly in that direction or continue on from there, it can be quite a time saver, I think. Uh, or also like leaving from here is super relaxed because you just take the bus there, which is. The bus station isn't directly there with a short walk, yep. but uh, I think it's quite easy. And then like the airport is super small, so you just like it's like ten minutes from like ch- uh, walking into the airport, like to being at the gate. So um, in that regards, it's really nice. I will say though, it is very rare to see someone fly in or out of Linköping Airport because even if you do want to go to Amsterdam, it's usually cheaper to just get the train to Stockholm and fly out of Arlanda. Yeah, KLM is pricey, so like that uh, definitely. It's uh, usually like 150 something euros yeah, one least. way. Yeah, it's really expensive. So in general, I, I think we can all agree, like s- stay away if you can. Um, but it might be nice if you just really don't want to deal with the bus or the train. Yeah. I mean, my friend Nico, every time he flies to like he flies to uh, he flies to Amsterdam quite a bit. Um so he has always flown from lean shopping, but he has managed to always get like like relatively, I wouldn't say cheap, but not super expensive tickets. So I think in general, when you're buying, because we talked about it earlier, like it's good to buy tickets way in advance. Mm-hmm. And then in Sweden, if you're trying to buy train tickets, I would say like if you buy way in advance, it's not too bad. And if you buy very, very last minute, it's not too bad. If you buy like in the between season, it's quite a bit more yeah. expensive, I would say. But that's why you should use your student uh, cards everywhere. Like your Mesonaut card is so, so useful because anywhere, like when you go to a hotel, it's like so, like you can just say I'm a student and then you get like discount because you're a student. Like in Gothenburg, my friends lived in the Scandic Hotel and I think they paid 640 for two nights. Yeah. And also uh, Heimstaden, if you're renting with Heimstaden, they actually have... Uh, special deals for their uh for their residents uh i think uh, scandic is one of them uh there's a few different hotels and travel websites so definitely look into that as well um we're starting to run a little bit low on time bef- but before we go i want to get a last word from all of you if there is one trip that you would recommend to anyone coming here what would it be and why? What is one trip every Liu student should go on while they're here? In Sweden. Um, Sweden or abroad. Um, I would hands down say like, um, because Sweden is one of the only countries where the Northern Lights are so prominent. Like the Northern Lights is a bucket list experience for a lot of people because like, like when, like in India, you would never see the Northern Lights. I'm just trying to, like if someone from Asia, you wouldn't really see the Northern Lights, I'm guessing. Yeah. So I would say like, if you can go see the Northern Lights, because 
it's it, it's just like it's it, it's a it's a life-changing experience and it's probably something you'll want to do only once so that is like my thing yes well in europe i honestly i don't know i have so many so i'm gonna stick to sweden i believe stockholm is a must i i think i'm biased because i come from a big city so big cities like they fascinate me so much but stockholm is a city that has so much to offer literally you turn any corner and there is something that you're like yep. oh wow what's this like there's the abba museum nobel prize museum uh nobel prize nobel museum prize was really i really enjoyed that yeah there's the viking museum my dad forced me I, it was but even that like it's so full of things to see there's the amusement park and yeah. it's i think it's a must absolutely the vasa is also great of course that is amazing i loved it me too yeah for me i would uh i mean there are so many destinations but i think just to go different here, uh, I would go with camping close by because there is so really like so so many nice spots here you have around. You can take like a day kayak trip and then like set up your tent basically anywhere or go to a shelter around here and then camp there. And especially with the opportunity to get equipment for free um, as a student to borrow it here. Um, I mean, there's basically no cost attached to it. So um, yeah, that would be my recommendation to just try that out at least once. And it's actually very nice you mentioned this because uh, I've noticed going around uh, the woods that you can find a lot of uh, like little houses or yep. yeah. basically just yeah. a roof and yeah. they're just free. So if you want, you can just, you know, camp there and it's... Yeah, so you didn't even need a tent. Just yeah. bring yeah. a sleeping mat and a bag and you're fine yeah. to go. And also like... I'm so sorry, but like you talked earlier about going on Instagram. I think in general, like if you don't want to go to any of the places we recommended and you, but you want to go somewhere, like Google gives you like cool stuff. But if you go to Instagram Reels and Wiki, like not Wikipedia, sorry, TikTok, what am I saying? And if you just Google like famous things to do or famous place to eat brunch, like they give you so many cooler like suggestions, I would say that are not as formal, like other than Gamla Stone, like there's these really cool brunch places in Stockholm yes. you can go to or like cute cafes or like cool streets. And, you know, I think like Instagram and TikTok and all these places, they're really, really good to. If I can give a pro tip, there's this place in Stockholm that's called Herman's and it's this vegan restaurant but trust me it's it's uh, it's a buffet it's the best thing I've 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 never eaten so it's amazing I'm not even vegan it's amazing it's just it's a, it's a fantastic place to eat so that is probably the biggest compliment you can give is you're like I'm not even vegan but god this vegan place oh my god it's incredible you have to try it and it's like it's it's just I think a 10 minute walk from the center it's amazing Herman's just yes go. queen Sponsorship. Uh-huh. Yes. Sponsor us. <laughs> Hashtag ad. Give me free vegan food. Thank <laughs> you. Sponsorer <laughs> <laughs> All right. I think that's a great note to end on, y'all. Thank you so much for joining me today. And thanks to all of you out there for listening. Uh, we'll be back with another episode in a couple of weeks. But until then, say a snart. Bye. Bye, guys. Goodbye.